Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 22, and we pray our way through four different topics. We'll be in worship, in a personal prayer, in a psalm, and a prayer for our culture. So let's start and open with a prayer where we are worshiping God for His holiness. That's what our focus is this whole week. We are worshiping God for His holiness. And we will be in a verse from Psalm 96, verse number 9, and we'll be in Exodus 15, 11. And here is what those two verses say. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. And who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? So let's pray. Father, there is no one like you. We worship you today in the splendor of your holiness. Teach us to fear you in a way that we tremble before you, in a way that honors you, in a way that recognizes who you are and who we are. Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, and doing wonders? Lord, I ask that you would be with us this morning as we pray, that you would guide my thoughts and my words. Pray that you would answer these, that you would run to answer these. That's the thought that just came into my mind, that you would run to answer the prayers that we pray today. Pray, Spirit, that you would guide this time, that you would do with it what you will. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in Psalm 18, verses 7 through 15 today. And if you weren't with us yesterday, this is a thanksgiving song for a royal victory. It's written by David. It's one of the longest psalms in the book of Psalms. We're going to be here all week. This is the second day out of five. Yesterday, we saw David's very graphic description of his problem, of the trouble he was in. And today, he describes God coming to his rescue. Again, very graphic, um, very evocative writing And this is in response to yesterday's verses. This is God coming to save him. This is Psalm 18, 7 through 15. I'm going to read the whole thing and then pray. Then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They shook because he burned with anger. Smoke rose from his nostrils and consuming fire came from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by it. He bent the heavens and came down, total darkness beneath his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, dark storm clouds his canopy around him. From the radiance of his presence, his clouds swept onward with hail and blazing coals. The Lord thundered from heaven, the Most High made his voice heard. He shot his arrows and scattered them. He hurled lightning bolts and routed them. The depths of the sea became visible. The foundations of the world were exposed at your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of the breath from your nostrils. Lord, this picture of your power and your might is overwhelming. It's majestic. It just reeks with power, with your splendor and your majesty. You come to our aid in a way that is unmistakable. No one's going to miss this, right? No one's going to miss you coming down and the mountains trembling and consuming fire coming from your mouth and coals and thunder and lightning and storm clouds and you made yourself known. Lord, when we are in situations like David was in, when we're in trouble, no matter what kind of trouble, whether that's emotional or physical or danger or sin or whatever it is, And we 
beg for your presence. We beg for you to come and save us and rescue us. When you come, you come in power. And I ask for eyes to see that. No matter what that looks like in our life, it's not always going to look like thunderstorms and consuming fire and seeing the world split open and the depths of the earth exposed. It's not always going to look like that. But I pray that we would always be able to see with spiritual eyes you coming and what your power looks like, that it would be displayed on the earth. I pray that you would run to answer us when we need you. The depths of the sea become visible. The foundations of the world were exposed at your rebuke, Lord. Father, when you rebuke us, when you rebuke the world, it will take notice. When you come and scatter your enemies, as is spoken in this psalm, those who are against you, not those who are against us who disagree with us. I am not talking about those who disagree with us. I am talking about those who oppose you. They are asking for your rebuke, and you will bring it, like, you will rebuke them in time. Scripture tells us that our time is limited, that we will reach a point where there is a, a no return, where we don't have the option to turn to you anymore, where you are finished with evil. And I pray, Lord, that you would, all across this nation, in our own hearts and in the hearts of everyone we meet, that you would turn them towards you, that you would turn our hearts towards you so that when you go to vanquish your enemies, that there are none. Wouldn't that be amazing if everyone turned to you and there were no enemies to vanquish? Lord, bring that to pass. Bring hearts to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're praying for our mouths, for us controlling our speech today. And we're going to be in Psalm 141.3, Psalm 34.13, and Proverbs 18.21. Psalm 141.3 says this, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Lord, I pray that you would do that. Put a guard there. Like set a door. I shouldn't do that in front of a microphone. Set a door in front of my lips so that what comes out, allow only the things out that are healing, useful for building up, giving grace to those around me as we prayed yesterday. But keep the other stuff from coming out. Set a guard there, <laughs> visualizing actually a guard, a door in front of my lips, and only it only opens for the good stuff. Wouldn't that be amazing? Or do you say you can do that? Like David or whoever wrote that psalm prayed that. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep a watch over the door of my lips. Do that, Father, in my life. Psalm 34, 13 says, Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Or do that in my life too. These are easy to just simply pray with your words. Keep my tongue from evil and keep my lips from speaking deceit. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Lord, turn my heart so that it loves life and not death. Like we have that power with, with our lips, with our mouth, with our speech, both power of death and the power of life. Help me love the power of life so that that is the fruit that comes from my speech, that others around me receive the fruit of the power of life. In Jesus' name, amen. We are praying for our culture in the next section, and we're praying this week for refreshment. We're tired. Like there's so much in our culture that is just exhausting, 
right now, whether it's the disagreements that we feel about all the things, about the masks and about the virus and about the seriousness of the pandemic, about politics, about race, about all the things. It's exhausting. It's exhausting dealing with that much conflict. It's exhausting dealing with that much angst. It's exhausting dealing with that many decisions of how you feel about all of these things. It's tiring. And that's on top of months and months and months of other hard stuff. So our culture needs refreshment. I mentioned yesterday that it seems weird to pray for this when there's so many other things that need to be prayed for. Like we're really, we're praying for rest, but essentially we're praying for stamina because we can't deal with the hard things when we are exhausted. We are going to deal so much better with them when we are refreshed. So that's why. If Proverbs 3, 7, and 8 today and Acts 3, 19 through 20a, the first part of 20. But we'll start in Proverbs. Proverbs 3, verses 7 and 8 say, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Father, help me to turn away from being wise in my own eyes. Help me to turn away from evil. When we think that we know, when we think we have the answers, when we think that we are right, remind me to not be wise in my own eyes, but instead to fear you. Let me sit in a place of healthy fear of the Lord. Let me not just sit there, but let me move from there. Let me live from there. Let me operate my whole life from that position of a fear of the Lord, because that's what will be healing to my flesh and bring refreshment to my bones. Lord, let your people, this is something we can't really, I can't really pray this for non-believers, but your church, your people, let us respond to our culture with a fear of the Lord. And then you will bring healing to our flesh and refreshment to our bones. If we want healing and refreshment, we need to turn to a fear of the Lord. Let us do that. Acts 3, 19 through 20 say, Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Father, I learn a couple of things from this verse. That seasons of refreshment come after we are repentant. Help us learn to be people of repentance not people of anger. Help us not be people of self-righteousness. Help us be people of humility and repentance. Let us run to repentance as fast as we can. We tend to shy away from it, but let us learn to be people of repentance so that seasons of refreshing may come. And those seasons of refreshing come from your presence. We find refreshment in the presence of God. Lord, let us seek it there. We seek it in rest or vacations or absence of work or sitting around or binge distraction, but let us seek refreshment from your presence because that's where we find it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for joining with me today in prayer. I will be back again tomorrow for another episode, but in the meantime, my heart, my prayer is that as we pray together each day that our will grow in our prayer lives, that our prayer lives will become deeper and richer, that God will use this time to direct your heart and my heart in our own circumstances, and that he will answer these prayers in mighty, mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we're speaking. Amen.